Welcome, everyone, to episode four of the Corecast. I'm Taylor, here with Gabe. Yep. And uh, would our guest like to introduce himself? Sure, yeah, I'm Joe. <laughs> this, is, this is Joe. Joe, you're a, you're a, quite an astute and a longtime member of Core. I am, yes. You were you were president for a year. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Core senior. Of four years. Yeah. yeah. I've been on the e-board for three years. I did three years on the e-board. Long time. Yeah. It's one of those fabled like freshmen that managed to like somehow make it onto the e-board. Just like Davix. Oh really? Davix like evaporated halfway through to go to Apple. No. What ha- I don't even remember what happened. Something happened, and then, like, a position opened up, and I ended up on the e-board. Yeah, okay. so I was, like, probably one of the only freshmen that have been on the e-board. That wasn't, like, a vice president who got appointed or something. Yes, we've had a lot of uh, freshman vice presidents in the past few years. Hmm. <laughs> okay, makes sense. So, Gabe, have anything to say? <laughs> uh, no, I'll let you start. Any Any kind of, like, announcements? Do I? That people listen, you know, that you need to remind yourself of when you go edit this. Something that you're gonna you're gonna lose sleep if you don't say it. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna eat on you forever. <laughs> All right. Well, um, since we have a significantly reduced cast this time, I guess we can go straight into into the. <laughs> so usually, uh, like ten people. Yeah, it's, there's five people. <laughs> five usually. So usually, there's like more people talking, but it feels weird to get straight into business. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So as some of you might have heard. Uh, the company uh, Twitter, Twitter has been doing not so hot lately. Oh, Twitter is just such garbage. <laughs> I can't believe they're even alive still. Like, um, Yeah, so I made this. I actually did the research, sort of, uh, for, for once. You Wikipedia'd it? Uh, no, I actually read a bunch news? of news articles oh, okay. about what our topic tonight is. Um, so Sweet. Twitter has not been doing so hot. As, as we are all, we're all computer science majors, technologists, we've all worked somewhere involved in tech. Um, so they just hired a new CEO. Um, well, a, it was the same old CEO. Yeah, it's the old CEO, kind of like a, people are comparing it to like the Steve Jobs situation with Apple oh. a few years ago. Yeah, a few um, years ago? Yeah. <laughs> 20? <laughs> the 90s? Yeah. Just, yeah, just a few years ago. Um, Jack Dorsey is the new interim CEO. Yeah. And uh, he was Co- one of the co-founders, CEO. and he... Didn't he, like... He announced their layoffs in a tweet. Yeah. What a dick. He laid off 8% of the... Uh, in a tweet. Yeah. <laughs> like, who does that? That's so... No, 8? Oh. Yeah. I thought it was 20. I saw 8% eight, in this 800 article. 800 out of 4,000. <clears throat> that is... I have no idea. I don't know. 8 I out of 40? Um, <laughs> I don't know. He wrote. Yeah, that's five percent. That's five percent. So he made an official announcement <laughs> in a memo, which was apparently hosted on the government website. Which in the news article I could not find because it was taken down. Oh. oh, but as the article quotes, um, the layoffs is a great beginning and a bold peek into the future of how people will see what's going on in the world. Now this is a little out of context. That was like that's from Dorsey, I believe. So. Or is that from yeah. the person who? Moments, what does that even mean? Moments. Dorsey wrote in the memo announcing the layoffs is a great beginning and a bold peek into the future of how people will see things. What's going on? Oh, in the like world. his like the new moments feature. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Um, their Twitter's doing a. They have a new feature. What's what's it do? It's uh, I man, like it's part of that. It's so part of their feed thing. They're comparing it with um, 
Facebook's what do they call like the events from your past type thing? Memories. Memories, kind of like that. Oh, okay. um, but I they were saying like it much suckier than Facebook's. Uh, I remember reading an They're article describing that was like, it like it was, in, a, it in, a, in a worse worse way. way because it's, it's a like, less yeah, actually, Facebook moments is like just, huge. Yeah, they're just copying Facebook. That's yeah. like a big feature. But they they saying that Twitter uh, an attempt to sort of emulate the same thing. Okay, so um, they're just going to try copying things because they're is, hemorrhaging users. Is just a lot worse because it's less seamlessly integrated into the right. Twitter feed. Um, but that's just one thing that they're trying. The, the main point of this article is that um, a lot of things are trying to overtake Twitter, and I mean Twitter's been hemorrhaging users for like years. Yeah. So and money probably. I don't. I don't oh, know. Definitely. I don't look at, don't look at their earnings they've reports. They've been. They've been. If I can quote a statistic, they've been rising in. They've been making um, two billion dollars in revenue for the past few years. So the revenue is still increasing, but the profits just. They still have losses. Mm. Uh, whereas Facebook has been. They've been comparing, making a lot of comparisons between Twitter and Facebook. Facebook has been making profits of two billion. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like it's a big difference. So there's a huge I mean, there was a reason. I like this is literally quoting an engineer from when I was there. He's like, "There's a reason that Facebook hemorrhages users, or I'm sorry, that Twitter hemorrhages users, and Facebook grows by a Twitter. Like, there's a reason yeah. <laughs> behind that, and like clearly." <laughs> so we have this whole. How many users does Twitter have? I don't know. It didn't say that. It just like showed me what the growth was. Shown statistic somewhere. Like it. Like does somebody have a ballpark guess? I have no idea. You know what? Hmm. I can Google it right now. How many? Yeah, this is why I should have brought like my many, laptop. But yeah, how I'm many just uh, users does Twitter have? Ah oh, man, speed googling. Yeah, I read a lot of Business Insider articles. I'm gonna guess on this. this particular article. Two hundred million. Yeah, just two hundred. No, um, two hundred million. Two hundred thirty-two million users. But it doesn't wow. mention the 651 million users who abandoned Twitter. Yeah, those are the No, I'm talking about active monthly, users. Yeah, yeah. Monthly, active. monthly active is 200 million? Yeah. Like, that's not a lot. Like, there's a billion yeah. active users a day on Facebook. There's literally 1 billion people a day on Facebook. So, Twitter's having some trouble. They, yeah. they, they lost 650 million? That's according to that's the business insane. insider. That's yeah, so that's... many users. That's almost that's yeah. more. They lo- they went lost half, right? Two hundred thirty six hundred. So it was like eight hundred, and they lost. Yeah, like they were almost at a billion. They almost did it. Yeah. But wow, that's like that's so only it's, MAP though. It's going down the. So they have two hundred thousand monthly active users, and that means that like you million. log in once. Yeah. In a month, so that's, that's what is me. the daily I active log in user? Once in a month. The daily active, I'm going to guess, and is probably like I have a Twitter, but I don't like post to it. The only reason I actually ever had a Twitter was um, so I could use its API. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the only reason I had one in the first place. Which is actually <laughs> something interesting. One of the articles brings up how um, the developer relationship between Twitter and uh, developers have been over the past few, not good. few years. Not good, like, mm-hmm. at all. I mean, um, I don't think Facebook's was ever good, though. No, Facebook's but they were API saying, is horrible to work with. They were saying worse than what Facebook's, like, relationship really? is. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, Facebook doesn't have a bad relationship with developers. The API Their is API hard. is just very difficult I'm to work I'm not even with. talking about developers, just people developing for the platform. Hmm. Like, um, the comparison like even that internally? was being made was... No, just third party, like, oh, not okay. internally. But, like, the comparison was being made of... Um, uh, Facebook had some video... What do they call it? 
the here's the article. <laughs> the, the, and I the the article quotes interesting interestingly in blah, interestingly Twitter retains a reputation for being less developer friendly than Facebook even though Facebook has not been shy at all about destroying the dreams of those who built, yeah. <laughs> helped to build the platform. <laughs> in, in particular, it references uh, a company called uh, what is it? Vig? No, Vidya. Man, I read through this article, but I completely forget what the company it was about. Um, Vidi, I believe. Vidi. The uh, the company was called. But anyway, it's, it it just makes a reference to how unfortunate sort of developers' relations. As part of the article, uh, kind of analyzes that this might be part of the reason why they're struggling so much now, and particularly yeah. why um, Jack Dorsey should be the the article itself makes the Arguments that there should be that he's sort of the only one who can, who can do it. If if Twitter is to be saved, like he's the only person. Who he can was do the it. only one who can do it because he's inside. He's one of the co-founders, and he was already inside. Any external developers are already hostile to Twitter. Yeah, and of course they just laid off a bunch of people. So no, that's good. That's a rough work environment to be in. Yeah, as a developer, as like the software developers working there, like they. <laughs> There's really, I mean, unless they're paying them very well, there's like no incentive to stay at a company like that. Because like Silicon Valley is all about growth. Everyone's like, I need to go to a startup because startups are going to grow and like make tons of money. But if you're in a company that's like, that's shrinking, people bail that. Like they will bail out of that so fast, like a sinking ship. Like they're done. They're just going to put down their buckets and just dive out of the ship. Like screw it. Um... Yeah, that's that's rough. Like, I, I don't know about Twitter. I don't know if they can come back. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Um, they're talking about they almost uh, they almost tried to get in the uh, the CEO of Google to do it at the same time. Really? Well, Twitter and Google have the same CEO to have. Like, Google yeah. has a CEO right now, Sundar Pichai, and um, they seriously considered <laughs> try try to get him to be the CEO of Twitter, the new one. Pull him out of Google. No, just maybe have them do it at the same both. time. Because right now, Jack Dorsey is not only the CEO of Twitter, but also the CEO of Square. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because that's what he start. That's the company he started after Twitter ousted him. Yep. Twitter. Um, and now. And now they got him back. And yeah. Like, well, Square's actually about to go IPO, like make its. Mm-hmm. IPO. Yeah, Square's Square's a good product. Too bad they rejected. Mm-hmm. Square's had some IPO. Tears. Square's a good product. IPO money, dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, it, they, they said that they uh, Square needed to scale back after, um, after like, initially having its idea of being, it's going to change the way, like, transactions, money worked in general, yeah. like, transactions worked. And when they realized that, that wasn't what they it was doing... They tried to take too big of a bite out of the market. Yeah, they just scaled back to small and medium businesses, which is what it's good for, and I definitely... It's like, whenever I, when I was in California, anytime there was, like, a street fair or something, all the vendors use Square. Like, mm-hmm. every single vendor uses Square to do all their transactions. And that's like the kind of people they need to target because there's tons of that stuff. Yeah. So people, what people are saying about Twitter is, um, or at least this article says, is that one of the problems with it was that uh, Twitter, the company, confused growth with um, employment growth, which is what happened. Which is why they're laying people off. Oh, now. like they created a hiring bubble. Is they that just they created? They just because they thought that they were growing, they said, "Oh, in order to grow," or they kind of like. Confused the association between growth and how many developers they probably they were saw hiring. like revenue continuing to go up 
And so but, they but the user with growth that. probably stagnated, but they continued hiring people. Yeah. And then once user growth stagnates, as soon as it starts dropping, your revenue follows like immediately. Um. Wow. Okay, that's that's interesting. They overhired. Yeah. How many so, people were they? Four thousand. According it's to pretty big. That's yeah. what I read. It's pretty yeah. big. Twitter developer. The bear them lumber and devs. I just get uh, Twitter API documentation. That's oh. not what I want. Anyway, I also think this article is very This particular article is from the New Yorker. It's called Jack in a Box. Can Twitter be safe? Probably should have mentioned that earlier, but whatever. <laughs> um, uh, <coughs> it used. It's, it does this nice comparison between. Pebble is trying to tell me something. That's another company that's be great to talk about. Oh, um, yeah. Um, it makes a lot of comparisons between Facebook and Twitter. Do you think that's like unfair? Or, is, or no. do you think that's... No. You're social media. Okay. You're, you're like, the end goal is the same. The end goal is to attract users to look at ads to generate revenue. Yes, that's the other thing it looks at is... Um, I completely forgot about that, actually. Jack, um, no... The other guy that they were looking at, I forget what his name is, and it was some article that was like linked off of this, um, was a guy who was just known for doing ads. I gotta find like his name, but like that's what his focus was: is that he came in, he would come into a company and just, just yeah, I mean, focus on the ad market. I mean, clearly, like the experience on Facebook and Twitter is very different, but in the end goal, like your only goal is to get people on every day. To look at ads to generate lots of money. That's that's it. That's like all you, you want to do. So Twitter chose to do it one way. Facebook chose to do it another way. But in the end, they're the same thing. So I think it's it's totally fair to compare them. Right. Um, and I just found... Oh, the other thing that they're doing is is they're comparing Facebook with like a high mark. Like Twitter wants to be there. But they're also looking at another company passing, you know, passing Twitter now. That's that's getting more it? users than Twitter. You want to take a guess at what that company that is? You're saying a uh, lot it's, of the it's, younger um, users. It's social base. media. Yeah, social media type. Is it like the new MySpace no, or something? No. Oh, certainly. Is it Yikak? Uh, nope. Yikak's oh. not social media though. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't. They don't have like a desktop. Client. What's your definition of uh, no? They well, don't. for me, it's like this I, is just a mobile. App. I don't know what it, it's just a mobile app. Yeah. Involves pictures. Instagram. Snapchat? Yeah. Yeah, Snapchat's Snapchat growing huge. Russian past. Well, I mean, it's, it's another company. Like, yeah. Quick. It's another I, company that we've talked about before. <laughs> I know that that they've been having some revenue issues we've been hearing about. Yeah. But I don't, I don't Snapchat? Have any, Does it just like all the well, they're in a startup, and so, yeah. As well. Like, so you're on there, you see an ad, you just like tap past it. And like, you also don't have to see ads because they're not going to put ads on people's pictures. So only if you look at like yeah. their content. It's definitely a harder platform to monetize. Right? Because like mobile in general is a much harder platform to monetize for ads, I feel, because you have so much like the amount of space you have is so much less. So any ad you put has such a way like bigger impact on the user experience. Like when you're on like, you know, desktop environment Facebook, you, you know, there's tons of space to like put ads. Or Twitter on the desktop, there's tons of space for you to have an ad somewhere. And it still is like effective, but when you're on mobile, especially with an app like with, with Snapchat, the user experience is very much like everything is a full screen, and so you can't really like can you, you can't put like an ad on half a screen. Like it has to be a full screen ad to keep with the design of like the app itself. And so then it's like, well, 
Do we force people to sit here and like stare at this full screen ad? Because that's just going to piss people off. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't, but then you're not going to have effective ads. So, like no one's going to want to pay for them. So that that's that's rough. It's like a it's a harder platform. But they are growing like insanely huge, and they have some good devs. Their devs they they know their they know their user base, and they release like all kinds of interesting updates and stuff. Like the the recent thing with the faces, like the scary faces. Oh yeah. Like they make it fun, and they keep like they're keeping it fresh, which is good. But we got to see how long they can do that. They're really passing Twitter. Yeah. I'm gonna, what do they have? I'm gonna guess. I have to. Three hundred and three hundred fifty million MEP. I have to find the exact part of the article that says, "Hey, Snapchat is you know, just control F Snapchat." Um. I recently looked at the active user base of some of the competitors, and pretty much all except Snapchats are bigger than Twitter's Oh, okay, so Snapchat is Snapchat's growing very yeah. fast. What are the other? What are some of the other competitors? Instagram has leaped past the service. Okay. Um, younger users prefer Snapchat. That's like what it's Makes talking sense. about. Snapchat um, and Instagram. Because like Twitter is just for like news. Weirdly enough, um, they mentioned WhatsApp has become a favorited discussion zone, especially in emerging markets such as Africa. Oh, yeah. Huge overseas. Didn't know that. WhatsApp That's is gigantic is. overseas. Yeah. Everybody uses WhatsApp overseas. Because people in the U.S. just like tax. Like so, I mean, yeah. No, overseas, WhatsApp. So, Line is big in, like, I believe it's India and Indonesia. Um, there's WhatsApp is... Growing in India, um, but they're also like one of the other big ones. Uh, what? What is there? Was one more? Cacao Talk, that's big in China. Um, there's a bunch of other like messaging services that are yeah. like big uh, overseas. What's the one in uh, China? Cacao Talk, I believe. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. What are you thinking of? I think I might be thinking of the Facebook version, uh, or like the Chinese version of Facebook. Oh, I mean, I don't think that's that's very popular. Okay. I mean, like for China, I'm sure it's not. <coughs> anyway, um, so the article also moves on to talk about the hopes for Twitter, what Twitter's plan strategy uh, might be from here on. Drop out. weight. Drop weight. Well, that's one of the things they've already done. They've yeah, already well, had that's fire. that's step one, and so they're doing yeah. that. Um, they already had to fire a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next is, like, focus on core product. What do you want to say, and, like, how can that contribute to, like... So I think their core company? product works, but it's just not exciting enough. Mm-hmm. They need... they need. I think they need, like, more features, right? So what Dorsey plans, what he's always sort of planned for Twitter, until he was asked, at least, is that... He wanted Twitter to be an information news network, an idea originally floated by the company's co-founder. Well, that's Biz Stone made, made that up, um, who described it as the new CNN. So they want to be the new CNN, which I don't know if that's good or not. But but they're they're kind of equating the allegory to be when CNN emerged. That was sort of when cable networks rose, like mm-hmm. the rise and in innovation of, of cable networks. They want Twitter to be that, but for. Um, I think everyone a, in the world. I think that's a really good idea. It's not Cause, a bad because, like, the whole point of it is that it takes these like trending topics, and then you could sort of just become like a news service, mm-hmm. and like you'll be able to break news faster than anyone because 
like every person using Twitter is, you know, I guess sort of a pseudo reporter in a way, mm -hmm. right? So you'll be able to like find the news that people actually care about because they've got access to all this data about what's actually trending. I remember when I was watching the Republican national debate, and yes, to do that um, when it came out, uh, when they did that in the summer, um, that was what I was watching. Like I was like the debate was on, on the Twitter. television, but I was watching Twitter. Yeah, the entire because time. Twi it's like hilarious. It's, but it's I hysterical, and like it, it actually kind of it filters out like stuff that you don't care about, mm -hmm. right? So you can sort of compress these things, like a Republican debate. It'll compress it down to like the key points that trend really highly just get bubbled up to the top, and then you just see the things that like matter the most. And then later on, you can always go and watch it. But I feel like the, the, they have access to this data, and they really don't like use it for anything. You know, like I go on Twitter, I want to see like super cool trending topics. Like there's there's always like a little thing that's like oh you know trending hashtags, and it's like ten of them. I'd like to see this this data in like a more visual representation. So something like a news from Twitter, I would like that. I think that would be cool. Well, their their plan for that is um, this moments. Thing. Um, the, let me see yeah, but isn't that just stuff? Is it? Does it work exactly like memories? I don't because know then it would just be things from are... like your past. No, Facebook's thing. Oh, it's like this is from two years. Ago. Yeah, where it'll find like a good like. Yeah. The would, other day it was like the pictures of Nigos sleeping in chem. But like that from would... like because it was the day I had friended Nigos like five years ago or something. That wouldn't work though. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense for Twitter. In yeah, the context of Twitter, it makes no sense. So they're looking to expand the people that use it, though. So their strategy is, and this is what the article says, to, is the simplest way for the company to find focus and highlight its utility to the people beyond the core community of users uh, already well-versed in the language of babes, RTs, and subtweets. So that's where they plan to go. Is They've already had people that know what Twitter is. Mm -hmm. So they're they're looking for a way to... What they need right focusing, now, they need growth. Which so they need a hook. Yeah, they need a hook. They need something that's just gonna like get tons of people coming to the service. And right now, I don't think they need to care so much about retention. But they need this flood of people to the service. <coughs> One to start rebuilding a user base, and two to sort of um, how do I explain this? Just to like instill faith back in the company to like prove that yes, like. Look, like we're getting people back, like we can bring people back, bring investors back to Twitter so that they can get some more money to then actually start like bringing their retention rates back up. Right. And part of the part of the one of the statistics that I saw um, was that um, the end of quarter reports um, showed. What are you laughing at, Kate? <laughs> you have to be being too serious. No, no. Okay. Um, at the end of quarter reports showed us. <laughs> What are you giggling at, you moron? He doesn't even talk. Like this is like his show. <laughs> Gabe's talked like twice. And I'm just listening to the conversation. The, uh, <laughs> the, the court end of quarter like reports came in and showed that while they were still getting revenue, and their growth had like decreased acceleration majorly. So it had decelerated to some point. It was still increasing, but just a lot slower, and then it lost a bunch of investment because of that. So this was Twitter? Yeah, Twitter. Um, the thing to consider, though, also as well, is, is um, the Twitter moments thing. Um, let me see if I can find more new on it. 
it's it's a stream of text, photos, and videos that add, that adds up to what's news on Twitter. Oh, so it's not algorithmic. It's put together by editors, so people would oh. be taking oh, Twitter. That's, but then they have to like. Add that's pretty non-sustainable. Yeah. Right. That's like extremely non-sustainable with the well, amount of data that you're like, dealing with. It's probably bubbles. So like they don't get everything. They get like already things that are like thrown out. Well, I'm sure it goes through like they're just basically going to go and farm the trending topics. But I I don't ooh. Not algorithmic? <laughs> like come on, this is 2015. You're in Silicon yeah. Valley like they're just like you got to automate this process. Yeah, you just call it for something, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. They're like, mm, we don't need all these 800 algorithmic engineers. Like, psh, send them all. Yeah, maybe there. that's really fired. They fired oh, all the algorithms, guys. We don't need the algorithms. Yeah. We can do it ourselves. <laughs> just like every other <laughs> every media person, company. They just print out flashcards. That's, of course, so doing successfully. Um, like CNN. CNN. This is weird. Great. You know, this is like. I, this is sounding exactly like Reddit's new thing. Dude, they're Reddit's new news site. What? They have a news site now? No, Reddit wants to. Reddit wants to create a a news platform. Oh well, they have like a little, a couple things now. Uh, it was a big announcement recently. Like, yes, I remember that. They're moving in, and they want to turn it and like use all of like the the, the data that they collect from Reddit to mm-hmm. build a news service. So like you'll have a. Sort of, I guess it's like a different view into Reddit through like a news website instead of just pure Reddit. I you'd have to look it up. I'm probably that just like lying completely about what I'm doing. But they also said they're revamping their algorithm because it's broken. Yes, the algorithm has been broken for How a while. How did it break? There's too much data. It just broke the algorithm. Oh. You'll have things like you'll have things that clearly have way more people. Um, like way more attention to them behind like a picture of a puppy with like five, four upvotes. Like significant world news, like bombs going off in places, like behind things that are very insignificant. Yeah. The algorithm, I don't know what's going on. Like, you know, obviously nobody really How knows unless you work there. But their algorithm is broken. It does not trend things properly. Yeah, the only thing I'm finding is uh, our news. So No, this I totally yeah, I read know. this the other day. I, I think I remember something. Oh, upvoted. That's upvoted. Yep. yep, there you go. That's the upvoted. name. Upvoted. Um, and it's news. Is this the new thing? Is Facebook? I guess next so. like next week, Facebook's Facebook gonna be like, "Yo, uh, news service." It's like, what is going on? Facebook TV. Dropbox news service. Like everyone's just. No, gonna Dropbox a news came out with uh, paper. Paper. Yeah. When I saw it, it was like Dropbox well, is a company I'm worried about. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Um, like a I just went to upvoted.com. The top article right now is Canadians build hoverboard <laughs> takes next step to becoming Green Goblin. Green Goblin. So, fascinating. Upvoted, right dude. It's going to be the new thing. Why not? I mean, this is. I like this idea because that's primarily what I use Reddit for is news. Like, I completely unfollowed everything that they give me by default. I think it's. Yeah. It's, all everything computer science it's good or technology. Related. Because they have. It's just interesting because you have this, you have like traditional news services and then you have like Reddit and Twitter and all these people that aggregate like ungodly amounts of information about things that like you know people care about because Mm -hmm. 
like people are talking about it on their site. And so to make a news service out of these is just like super cool. Like the thought of that is just awesome. Because you that's like people actually care about this. It's not like CNN cares about this or like Fox News cares. And it's like no, like people literally care about this. And that's the big difference there. And that's cool. I like that. But I don't know why everyone is starting to create news services. This is this is I don't know how I feel about this. It's it's an interesting idea. Snapchat news service. <laughs> Snapchat. Oh my god, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. Too late. <laughs> so like what is it? Is every social media platform converging to a news service and then Well, they, the, the thing is like social media is going to disappear and then like everything's going to turn into news. Yeah. And then Facebook will just be yeah, what's you know, news in your friends' lives. Yeah, you're not allowed to to add anything. You just have to read. And the only one left will be Google, and yeah. they'll be like, "Yeah, we're st- still a search engine." Yeah, they just like we search them. <laughs> we search news. Well, they have Google. Here's news. all of the social media platforms that you can use. Look at this advertisement while you go <laughs> scroll past our links. Um, so the only the only other thing that it talks about um, about Twitter's hopeful future, they say, of course, that the the person who wrote this article is very critical of the current moments. Uh, platform as it is because they say it's very unintegrated, very different from the Twitter feed. So they they say it's just so visual. Is it, is it an active thing right now? Like it's I don't know if it's active, but it like this person like seems to might be a test. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because this this is not like it needs to be part of Twitter. Yeah. It's one thing if like Twitter's doing fine and they want to create this new cool thing. Yeah, this thing is like supposed to save Twitter, so like it's going to have to be really like well implemented with Twitter. Well, it seems like Dorsey's not afraid of scaling back if well, he needs to. I mean, he did it. He yeah, did it they did that already. So yeah. so if Twitter's going to scale back, it's going to scale back, and they're going to have to work on these products. Um, the other thing that they talk about, though, is that Twitter has recently acquired a couple of companies, um, which they think will really help it out. Um, the two companies being Vine and Periscope. They bought Vine? Yeah. When? when How recently? Have... I have no idea. Pretty... No, I wouldn't say it's that recently. I feel like maybe I did know this. What parent? What is Periscope? Like Twitch? I, I, it's apparently a streaming service. Okay, I've heard of Periscope. Um, video streaming service. And Vine is like Instagram video. Um, and it was oh my god, there's a Vine Kids. I guess that makes sense. Because yeah, so. most vines are just like vile <laughs> garbage that you definitely wouldn't <laughs> want like your kids. Like some kind of like music <laughs> joke. Um, uh, what? Why did they buy a streaming service? I don't know. Because streaming is just. Didn't they also like destroy that company that was using their API or something? Yeah, that was Periscope. Oh, so they just like bought them? I, I don't know. (laughs) I think I remember like Periscope. They just sued them into oblivion to like bring their like price down so they could buy them. Well, because Twitter's not making that much money, they can't just buy anything. But I mean, uh, whatever. I don't know. These companies have like, there's, there's got to be a good reason to acquire a streaming company. It seems right? like it happened in 2012. Goodness, yeah, that was a while ago. Like they always have ulterior motives. Because well, yeah, I thought it was like... stupid for Facebook to like buy Oculus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when I heard them there talking about why they bought Oculus, I'm like, wow, that makes sense. So there's always like an ulterior motive, and they probably know what they're doing. Well, I mean, like. Yeah. Speaking of which, it's, oh my god, Oculus is here. Streaming. Or no, it's HTC Vive is this year. Is it? Yeah, this is like so off topic, but like... That like, we need to get some... Oh, okay. You know what they're doing is HTC Vive is going to be open at a premium price this year, holiday season. Otherwise, you're going to wait until quarter one of next year. 
for the oh, normal so price. So they put the price up so that they're raising the price. Yeah. It. We should get one for this. Place. I am buying probably the Vive and the Rift. I will probably end up buying both. Just because VR is like the, the it's best. It's going to be like the, uh, it's like Sony versus, X, for my, versus Xbox. Like, you're either like a Sony person or like you're like Microsoft, Xbox. But I'm going to be both. So. Yeah. They're very different, actually. Well, they're different, like, concept. Because Oculus is sitting down experience. Well, no, no, no. I mean, they're different in execution. Oculus is a closed ecosystem. So, like, in order to use it, you need to, like, tell Oculus you want to use it. And then they, like, help you integrate it. But the, the vibe is just, like, here's an SDK. Like, do whatever the hell you want. That was so off topic. I'm like, yeah. Right. I'm just so excited about VR. We're, we're fine with branches. Um, so, um, if I can quote an article I just found. Um, you can't quote it. I will not allow it. <laughs> it's from the, yeah, the, the, Wall, <laughs> it's from the Wall Street Journal um, uh, talking about <coughs> acquisition of Periscope. Um, yeah. The... Some person uh, not is not worried about the about the acquisition by Twitter. Um, he says, "I think it's wonderful. I think Twitter is a smart company, and they know what they're doing. It's great for space. So they it's really great for space. I don't know what that means, but it's great for the space. Um, Maybe they were like Periscope's neighbor, and so now they have one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think like Periscope is a streaming service, so they like." All Twitter needs to do is move data quickly, and if Periscope is good at doing that, it'd be good to bring them on and like infrastructure. Yeah, yeah I suppose you do need to have good info people if you're doing. Because that's all they need to do. If you're doing streaming, yeah. yeah. Which is probably why they have Vine as well, because they're also doing like little video. Because Vine's just like Instagram, basically. Yeah. Well. It's like completely it's not. Well, I mean, like it's a similar, similar concept, but it's like yeah. Totally but one's picture, one's video. Yeah, it's very different. Well, yeah, Facebook, Instagram video. Like they have like yeah. the five second things. They're not used the same way. Yeah. Not at all. There's far fewer of them too. I yeah. feel. Mine is like the ghetto Instagram video. Yeah. <laughs> it's like super ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, look at my like high class meal, and then mine is like, yo, what's up? And then it's like a rap. Yeah, it's like a rap. Yeah. Yeah. No, Taylor? No? I don't know. I don't know. So, um, I think that's all I have to talk about for for, for Twitter specifically. I think they're going to be done. They're going to tank? Yeah, so where's I don't think Twitter's coming back. Twitter's just gone. Like, they're probably not going to die, but they're going to be tiny. They're going to fizzle out a slow death, kind of like opera. Oh, they're just gonna oh, fizzle God. a slow death over like years. You know what's gonna be funny is that I've always thought about this because um, when obviously we were much younger, um, we had things that are now. Gone. I had a MySpace. Well, I'm not talking about MySpace. I had like, a MySpace. That's, that could be a good example. I'm talking about like floppy disks and film caps, that kind of stuff. But that's hard. That's things that are gone. Physical, now. physical stuff. Things that are gone. I've always wondered, like, with the past few years, from 2008 to now, like, in 10 years from now, or from t- at least 10 years from 2010 or something, will we be talking about all this stuff as if it was, like, some relic of the past? Because, like, oh, that's yeah. what happened with MySpace. Because, well, I mean, yeah. like, Facebook... Because, you know, like, in the, the 90s, people were talking about, like, 
Like, man, Prologue used to be awesome. Like, what yeah. happened there? It's like, no one even talks about that today. Because they were saying, like, oh, man, it's it's Ada now. It's not Prologue. And it's like, nobody cares about either of those no. things today. So in, like, ten years, nobody's going to give a crap about, like, what Twitter was or whatever. If yeah. Twitter fizzles out or, like, opera, Opera is gone. I never even knew that it was, you were supposed to pronounce it Opera. It's Opera. I they have a building somewhere. I've seen it in some city. On the, on the eastern coast. In some city. Somewhere on earth. In a city. On land. There's a building. And Opera employees yeah, work there. They work there. Supposedly. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't think... Twi- I don't think Twitter can come back. You don't? No. It's just gone. Forever. I think that... They're doomed. They're gonna... If... Like, at this point, it's gonna take them so much time to start rebuilding momentum the other direction... While all of their competitors already have like major momentum in growth, that it just puts them too far behind. I don't feel they'll ever be able to come back. They might be able to like stabilize, but I don't think they'll ever be a big thing. Like they're never going to be a face. It's going to be weird because now all the you know what's going to be funny now is that all of the uh, the media news outlets like CNN and Fox and all that stuff they're going to have to unlearn to be all Twitter crazy. Yeah. Because maybe they'll switch to like Google Plus. Oh my god, that would be interesting. There's like a very small user base on Google Plus, but they are super dedicated people. Really, it's probably like all Google employees. Well, that's what I always assumed. Anything like that, like it was so pathetic. Over the anytime we had to meet with people from a different company, Microsoft like forced you to use Skype. Google people, you had like a chat. It had to be Google Hangouts, or they wouldn't do it. We had, like, it was like, come on, guys. <sighs> I just thought it was it's funny. their products, yeah. They just, like, forced them to use their products. I Not mean, that Facebook, like, didn't force us. Right. I mean, they I totally forced say. us to use Facebook. But yeah. <laughs> they were just, like, so adamant about it. It was hysterical. Yeah, so, like, what if you... Oh, man, I totally forgot what it was We're going to make say. them, like, buy Oculi to, like, have meetings with us in, like, ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook. That's yeah. That's what It's totally. On. It's where we're going. Yeah, it's what Gabe's working on. What? That's my research project. Is is to have meetings with Oculus Rift. But that's what Oculus is working on no, too. No, no. So we're I'm pretty sure Oculus first. is gonna beat you. Nah. <laughs> they yeah. build the thing like. <laughs> Publish or die. SIGGRAPH two K sixteen. What if what if like Microsoft comes out of nowhere and comes out with their like Hololens and that's their virtual meeting? Um, so I don't think it'll be a thing. So augmented reality is way harder to do than virtual reality. Yeah, Much I think more it's going to be like a Google Glass deal where it's just like yeah. totally out of. Yeah, absolutely. Reason. It's it's just like the amount of processing power to do AR is significantly higher. If like I don't know, it's I don't have like technical details, but if you like building a convincing environment on top of one that already exists yeah. is way harder than just being able to just do it from scratch. Because mm-hmm. um, in that, you have full control over everything, right? So you can, like, cut corners on things, but AR is hard. AR is very hard. And that's, like, from, from the mouth of Palmer Lucky. Like, he doesn't like AR at the moment. He says it's too hard. Well, there you go. Heard it here. Dude, okay. he's the coolest guy. He's Palmer 22. Lucky. First of all, that guy's 22 years old. Uh-huh. Well, that's only... He's, well, he's one year older than I am. And, like, his company got bought for a couple billion dollars, and, like, I'm a senior in college. Like, what, the, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> but he's just, like... He is so 
pro VR. It's insane. Like when he talks, he's just like, yeah, you know, VR it's gonna like end world hunger and like bring the world together <laughs> and like do all these things wow. and like advance the human race and like we're gonna do this. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like this guy's so into it and it's like so inspiring. He's just like so pro VR and I've like never been that adamant about anything in my life. It's just it was cool. He was a cool guy. I liked him. I like him currently. I don't not like him. <laughs> That's present, past, yeah, and, and future. future. They're gonna do awesome stuff. Like VR is gonna be the coolest thing ever. Because for VR for us, like we're we're alive for like the birth of virtual reality. Like this has been a thing that's been written about in sci-fi books, like theorized for like years. Years people have talked about like the concept of virtual reality. And like we're actually gonna be alive for like its birth. I'm super stoked for the uh for the holodeck. The holodeck? Yeah. On Star Trek, you know? Oh yeah. Holodeck? Yeah. No? Okay. Because it's like you had people who were alive for like Well, it's more than exactly be a holodeck. There were people who were alive when like cars became a thing. And then people who were alive for when like computers became a thing. I consider VR to be just as like magical as like the car or the computer and like we get to experience that that is so awesome we're gonna be able to just like see every iteration from like the beginning of what vr is and that's pretty cool i'm excited i'm gonna buy them all every single vr thing it's gonna turn my yeah just like utopian life i'm not totally convinced of the of the vr i am 100 percent convinced I have to see something that, like, really honestly... I haven't spent too much time in it. You haven't spent too much honestly. time in it, and you haven't used, like, a decent one. DevKit 2 is not decent anymore. DevKit 2 is, like, well, garbage compared to some I of the used. stuff that I got to use this summer. Oh. DevKit 2 is just, like, a piece well, of you, filth, <laughs> comparatively. Just a special Facebook employee. It's, like, it's, they're going to be so good. VR, it's... I mean, it, I think even for the average person, you shouldn't, like, start buying headsets now because like they're not going to be good enough but for like the enthusiast this is going to be awesome like next year is going to be nuts <laughs> next year next year yeah quarter one next year is the HC 5 and the oculus rift cb1 and it's going to be awesome all right and they have so many cool games coming out oh man eve, eve valkyrie is like super awesome uh there's, like, a bunch of really cool VR games that are being worked on. Like, games that are being worked on and have taken the VR, like, from the beginning. Not, like, things where they're taking it and just, like, putting VR in. Like, they started building the game with the idea of, like, virtual reality. Yeah, see, that's the thing I've always had a problem with <clears throat> VR games was um, a lot of it would, like, VR would just be a drop-in replacement yeah, for the original Yeah, it just experience. feels like, uh, oh. But like, it's, like, terrible. Like, hey, we can just do VR now. They just, like, put not, it in. But it doesn't make sense with, like, the gameplay. Right, the game design mechanics are all, like, completely not yeah, there's, taken there's, into effect. Doesn't account for VR at all. There's going to be some awesome stuff coming up. And I was really surprised so this summer when Oculus announced a partnership with Xbox. Oh! Did you I not hear about hear this? I didn't hear about that. I don't know. This was at the Oculus conference this summer. Oh, yeah. I definitely didn't <laughs> hear about that because I would have thought HoloLens so, would like, have done that. So, like, they're directly partnered with Xbox, which means I think Oculus is going to be able to... Xbox and Oculus will work together. I mean, like, it's just HDMI and USB. So yeah, no, but I'm saying that's that's a big deal. Yeah. Because that's two, like, gigantic companies that <laughs> are working together now on this. So and so they're, like, shipping the headset with an Xbox controller. Um, 
And I'm sure, like, so Xbox, I'm sure, has the ties in with developers <coughs> to be able to convince the developers to actually bring, like, VR support into games, right? Mm-hmm. And so now Oculus will be able to say, like, we are going to be compatible with Xbox. And so not only, like, if you put VR support in, you're not only getting it for PC, but you're doing PC and Xbox, which is, like, doubles, probably doubles the market size that these people would be interested in. And it's just, like, just to convince them to do it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, that was interesting. Well, I did not expect that at all. Can PC gamers even play, like, VR with, like, their normal setup? Do they, don't they have to use an Xbox controller? Well, well you, you could. You can use a keyboard. Mouse, but yeah. it's just, like, unwieldy. Yeah. Unless you're, like... Like, if you play a lot, like, you could probably do it if you it's, don't need to yeah. look. But if you need to look, it's, like, a hassle. It's very unwieldy. They're going to be shipping their hand controllers, too. The hand controllers? Yeah. Oh, got, I've like, seen those tried before. I don't know. They've never seen them successful. So. They're going to be shi- I think. I think it ships with those. All right. Well, um, the... Oh, man. I forgot what I was going to say again. Um, oh, so so this VR thing is an interesting topic. So now Facebook owns Oculus. Yeah. Oculus is now partnering with Microsoft because they have Xbox. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Oculus also helps Samsung. Does? Samsung? Oh, well, yeah, Samsung. Samsung works with Oculus for the Gear eventually, VR. Eventually Google's going to want to. I believe... Them. I believe Will Oculus just be like the bridge that binds every I think Silicon that's, Valley that's the idea... Together? Behind that's like Palmer's idea. It's just they're gonna. <clears throat> he be... wants to be like. <coughs> they are willing to help anyone, like get VR off the ground. Mm-hmm. Like they want it to be a thing for everyone. So like he's willing to work with anyone. I think I don't know. I'm pretty sure Project Morpheus is based off Oculus work. Like it's based off their stuff with like the lenses mm-hmm. and um, some of the software that they've written. I think which is you know that's Sony with. Yep. with PlayStation. So, like, Oculus has its hands in, like, every pie. Like, everybody's pie. <laughs> like, they want they want it to be a thing, and they're willing to help everyone and anyone to make it a thing. Okay. Which is cool. That could be interesting. And I they keep buying people. They do. I think, I think they bought, like, a company or two over the summer. Like, smaller stuff. So, we're just going to get plugged in one day. One day, ten years from now. Ten, maybe, no, not even ten. Five I think it'll be, like, ten. Ten? That's One day, ten like years big. from now, it'll be as commonplace as an Oculus Rift will be as commonplace they, as like a computer. Zuck himself said that he feels in like ten years from now. So, the way he described it was, ten years ago, the desktop environment was like the thing, mm-hmm. um, and then that began its transition into mobile. Mm-hmm. And so now, ten years later, we have today, and it's mobile. Yeah. And he thinks that <clears throat> over the next like ten or fifteen years, the transition's going to start moving away from mobile and actually into VR. Like he thinks VR is going to be the next computing platform, <clears throat> and that's like why um, why they bought why they bought Oculus because yeah. they think that like VR is the next big thing and they want to be in there before anybody else. So all of social media is just gonna <coughs> tank it because because uh, well think about it the. The goal, Facebook's goal, is to make the world more open and connected. Yes. And if you can, like, if they can, like, build a thing where you just, like, put these, these, like, this thing on your face and can sit with anyone in the world and, like, be in the same room as them. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't really get more open and connected than that. That's, that, like, that thought 
of that is like that's pretty much the peak. <laughs> so yeah. that's like it fit in really well with their goals, and they thought it was a good idea. And I think it's going to be a good idea. I think in ten or fifteen years, like VR is going to be huge. All right. Well, we'll we'll await for uh, twenty. What, what's 2020? 15 for the years 20, no, that's 2020, years like now. 3, 2025. 2023, 2025. All right. The next big revolution. Um, yeah, that sounds really interesting. I, I have trouble, and I know a lot of people that I know, just because I'm related to them, um, that have trouble believing that, would, would have trouble swallowing that, because they just see what's available now, and they think, no way. Like, well, we don't even have a consumer product out. Right. Yeah, it's hard to judge it when there's, like, no consumer product. Like next year is going to be the earliest point that anyone actually would be able to realistically judge it when when next the two year. sets come out next okay. year. I mean, I guess we do have Gear VR. That's like a consumer one that's out, mm-hmm. and it actually works pretty well. I don't know if you've ever used the Gear VR. They're pretty no. good. It's like really painless. Like just pop the thing because it uses the uh, the Samsung like S six. Yep. And so you just like slide it in, and it's, it's pretty that. painless. It works pretty well. <clears throat> we'll see next year. Yeah, so it, it could be just a matter of making the experience that you don't have a big thing on your face and just... Yeah, it's got to be like, the thing on your face has got to be smaller. Yeah. It's got to be lighter, and they have achieved that. Like, I think consumer version one, they said it's like... Palmer said it's like wearing a baseball cap. Really? Yeah, which is like... That's exciting. That's really yeah. like... Um, if it could be making if he, it could be actually <laughs> like wearing a baseball cap, then everyone wears one. Because the problem wears is, baseball caps. They're all of them are tethered, right? Oh, because yeah. we, the battery like batteries, forget it. That's going to add way too much weight. Um, I don't think screen resolution is high enough yet. We'll see. Maybe they'll release them and they'll be 4K. But if they're not 4K, um, it's hard because like if it's not 4K, you're going to see pixels. Sure. Um, but who really cares? Like when you're talking about a general market audience, who really cares about pixels when it's more about the experience? Like, so, does that contribute enough? Like, to like the, the thing us, is, when you put a okay, so you're thinking like 4K now doesn't matter to me when I look at like a monitor. But when you take a monitor and then you put it like an inch and a half in front of your face, mm-hmm. if it's not 4K, you're going to be able to see pixels. But I'm talking, and that that cuts away from immersion. I think like the the biggest thing for immersion with VR is is latency. Yeah. So like, if it's really low latency, um, you'll kind of forget about like some of the the resolution things. But for I guess for the average user, it probably doesn't matter as much. But for the enthusiast, like that that four K is going to matter. That right, but for the display. enthusiast, it's it's not about um, breaking it to the enthusiast. It's breaking it to my to the dad. People. Right? No, like, absolutely. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Um, it's to the people. Not it's going to be too expensive for most people. Right. Well, I mean, I don't think the headset itself will be, but the fact that like you're going to need pretty significant hardware to drive it. Yeah. <clears throat> and so at this point, it's still a little too far out of reach. For the general public, and that's just kind of a fact of life. Yeah. So the problem is, like, when we when we talk about the last breakthrough product, like everyone goes back to the iPhone. Mm-hmm. That was within reach of the general public. Like, it was expensive, but still people could buy it. Is that is that like is is it going to be achievable for the Oculus? Well, I mean, I'm asking you as if you are like an expert in Oculus. You're not. Um, um, like, I mean, I if you think sure. about the iPhone, though. It's it's hard to say because clearly, like you don't need to have like people they needed a phone, right? Like yeah. that's a much more necessary thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that 
the like a price point on that for something that's like very necessary needs to be very well within reach. This is still kind of like a very luxury item. Yeah. And what <clears throat> and what you've um, been explaining is that uh Palmer Lucky seems to think that it won't be a luxury item. No, I think eventually that it will one day necessary. Yeah. Just like the mobile phone has become absolutely necessary. <laughs> but I, I think the iPhone, just that in and of itself is a little bit different. Because like that was already a market that existed. Right. The cellular market existed. This is a completely different This is like thing. a platform that has never existed ever. Yeah. And Except I think it'll be, it will be more within reach when we hit consumer product. It will definitely not be within reach of everyone. Because you will need a computer that probably ends up costing, you know, like $800. Right, you'll need seven hundred dollars just card. to drive it. Yeah. And then you'll have to pay, pro- I'm going to guess, probably around like 400 bucks for the headset. People barely understand what a like a, what a regular CPU is. Like, yeah. Imagine like what a, a GPU, um, like just sort of a standard I mean, at, GPU. Would at the like rate that like stuff's been going, in 10 years, when they expect it to really be a thing, like we'll, we'll probably have It'll graphics drivers like well enough that you could probably even just put it in the headset. Like it could, it could render everything itself. Yeah. I mean, who knows what's going to happen in 10 years? But Where, I think the, the price point on it is only going to go down once the, the consumer version comes out. True. And um, when, yeah, I, mean, I guess it just depends on like how many people buy into it. Then at this point, it's just going to be iterations over, over years. And like as technology gets better, the price is either going to stay the same with a dramatic increase in um, performance, or the you know it's going to stay the same performance, but the price is going to drop. So as we go forward, it's definitely going to become more more available to good to average consumers. All right, I, I would add more, but Gabe, you've been quite silent for the past twenty minutes. Would you like to add? Gabe's something? just been like eyeballing me over the table. Gabe's been. I think Gabe's been doubting. I think. Gabe's been like, nope, it's not going to happen. Gabe bought a dev kit. Everything's going to crash. Yeah. No, I think um, I think it's like a good idea. The problem right now is like there's no content. Cause like, that's, well, yeah. I think that's going to change once Consumer 1 comes yeah. out. It's mostly just like indie game. There's a lot of pa- content planned Yeah. for once it releases. Well, I know like Oculus has its own game studio. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just more of like a proof of concept yeah. thing. But... Like, they have partnerships with a lot. Like, they have people going to all kinds of crazy companies. And, like, and like AAA game companies working on um, on VR stuff. Clearly, like, Valve is obviously going to be a big supporter of it. Like, they're building a headset. Um, and they've got pretty big pull in terms of, like, the games industry. So I think once, once they're out, I think we're going to see some pretty cool stuff coming out. Not just from indie developers and, like, small studios. Yeah, because that's the problem. It's like, <laughs> I have it, but there's not anything that makes me want like, to use plug it. everything in and like, set it up and start yeah. using it. And that's the like, other oh, thing, too. They need to reduce that. There is like, oh. so much friction yeah. to getting it working currently on a dev kit, too. It's just like, hey, let me install 96 drivers and then like have nothing work. And then you have to like configure one of them as like an external display and then like flip it 32 and a half degrees and then like look through one eye while like trying to click on a window so it like maximizes. It's like, okay, we need to like reduce the friction here a little bit, guys. Yeah, it's it's pretty shitty. So you just like take it and like show normal. Yeah, they totally need that. They well, because like Gear VR has that. It's great. You can just like tap the button and like it switches to the, 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 the camera on the back of the phone, yeah. and so then you can look at stuff. They need add to have pass through camera. cameras. Yeah. Add a add a glass that um, with the current running through it gets all phased out, but like once you run a current through it, it, it becomes perfectly clear. Yeah. 
But like at 4K. But 4K. Well, it would be real life. <laughs> it just, it, it's, you're just looking at stuff. It just need to be 4K. What are you talking about? I was wondering where Gabe was going with this. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't think Gabe just understood what I said there. I'm talking about, like, glass that suits out of the Oculus and not... Yeah. 4K. 4K real life. What do you even do? Yeah. <laughs> life. Now in HD. Life in 4K. <laughs> HD vision sunglasses. Come on. Yeah. Oh, okay, no. No. My gutters. It's going to be like 3D glasses. Uh, except uh, augmented. Not augmented. Virtual virtualized reality. I don't know. So, um, Oculus, virtual reality, is going to take over. It's going to be the next big thing. I think that's like... Destroy the market, break everything new, create the new Silicon Valley in Silicon Valley. That's the thing. Like, Twitter has no future plan. Right. So what else is going to die? What else is going to die? Dropbox. Dropbox is going to die. I think Dropbox is done. Well, they just released a new thing. I don't know I love Dropbox, too. Like... I adore Dropbox, but they are absolutely going to die. I feel. Everyone what do they do? Cloud storage. Yeah. Everyone and their mother has a cloud storage thing now. Like, there's nothing. Why would you pay for Dropbox when you can I just, like, don't. get twice the amount from Google for free? I think the only reason I use Dropbox is because um, when I was in high school, I was putting together, like, uh, a, a slideshow, like, a video compilation of, like, uh, my fencing team. And, um, what I did is I sent out, nobody used Dropbox, so I just sent out emails saying, hey, sign up for Dropbox. And whenever they clicked on that email link, I got like space. Well, I, mean, I pay for a of space. Yeah, I don't even use that much. I would never use that much. I use tons. But I have I, tons of stuff on I only Dropbox. have like seven gigs on there. I use, whereas Google, I have like more than that. So but that's like for primarily. me, I like their interface. I like the way it works with my devices. I like the camera sync. And I've just used it for a long time. Like, I've got tons of stuff on it. I don't feel like uprooting and then, like, moving to something else. Yeah, see, my problem is that I use... Plus, fuck Google. <laughs> um, the People only problem... I'm like, really worried that Google's going to shut down Drive. Really? Just, like, turn it off, yeah. They're going to be like, hey, well, you know what? Screw you. Yeah. Like, flip the switch. I've used Google for... a uh, Google Drive for a really long time. Um, I don't like it. I don't and, like And uh, there's absolute crap support for um, Google Drive on Linux, which is, of course, what I'm running main. Um, because Dropbox the developer, has beautiful support for Linux. Oh, it is. I'm, I love it. Um, but the developer, apparently, one of the developers for the Google Drive like automatic syncer said, oh, it's syncing, pulling your computer to sync every 20 seconds is stupid, so I'm not going to make it for Linux. Yeah. But I'm going to make it for Windows and Mac. Um, so No, like, I mean, it's unfortunate. It's like, but like, what can Dropbox do? It, right now what do they seems, expand into? I'm well, they, saying like in terms of growth, there, it's, it's like it becomes. It, it they've got some paper. incredible like devs. Yeah, absolutely incredible people working at Dropbox. But it's like, where do you go? They've been trying to make. Uh, there was a. There was a because I am a Python person and Guido is there. Um, they've been working on for a while this new Python interpreter. So like when you run Python in your yeah. in your terminal. It's using C Python as the interpreter. It's it's what Guido wrote in C. It's the main Python project. Um, and then some people have tried to offshoot write interpreters in different languages. So of course there's Jython, which is mm-hmm. Java bytecode interpreter. Um, there's J. There's um, Iron Python, which is the C sharp version of that. Um, there's PyPy, which is Python that interprets Python, which is kind of weird. It uses a JIT compiler and it's like yeah, magically faster than C Python. 
It's just like works twenty five times, eight to twenty five times better than like regular Python. Mm-hmm. And then there's this thing that they've been working on over at Dropbox, which I the name escapes me right now, which is trying to basically be PyPy, um, but just it's failing. Yeah, it's a it's a JIT, I believe. For uh, I have to look it up, but it's a it's a just in time compiler for Python. I'm gonna drop. It's like Fox Python Interpreter. Um, but it's doing oh Piston Piston Piston. Um, it's a just in time compiler or Python. Um, using LLVM and all that stuff. PyPy um, as a project works like magic. It just sort of magically makes Python run faster using the JIT. And um, if anyone doesn't know like, what a JIT is... It's just-in-time compiler. Just-in-time compiler just basically says it, it tries to look ahead at, at Python bytecode and compile it ahead of time. So if it knows it's going to be executing a bunch of functions, like some code, a lot of times, it can kind of optimize it by compiling a, you know that code and, and running it natively. But it compiles it faster. just in time. Just in time. That's why they call it just-in-time compiler. For it to execute. So that's, that's what um, gets the I've actually heard some pretty good... Uh, I actually heard a, one of my favorite podcasts for Python uh, had a the one of PyPy's like developers on recently, and uh, they talked a lot about kind of like the cool stuff they were doing to try to make, make that work. Yeah, um, it was just some pretty extreme optimizations I was hearing about. It was it's really crazy what they did. I mean, they basically just get down into bytecode. Yeah. And then and they're like, man, this one instruction's like kind of slow. It's Python like, bytecode is also faster. based off of like some old small talk. Like really compiler. I don't. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's freaking small. So from I had a while. About so this he just um, Guido had like chose the virtual machine for. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. Please don't. Please don't be offended. Uh, the, he'll never hear this. <laughs> um, the, uh, the he chose some virtual machine from like a small talk implementation, and that's what he based like the bytecode on, and that's what he wrote. And then he just had, like, a C... He had, like, his main C file just had a giant if-else statement that just said, like, if the interpreter is, like, if the bytecode is this, then do this. Hmm. And, like, that's what... That's, what the, that's like, if you look at C Python, like, the source code, that's what it is. So... But that's, that's what they have working on there. Like, Piston is a Dropbox project. It's worse than a, a PyPy. And, of Currently. course, I'm looking at the, the, the GitHub page, and it's got a build failing... Um, stamp on it, so it's not like you know. It's a yeah, very well, new project, though, so it's that's like life at a tech company. So they're trying to work on things. Did that happen at Bloomberg? Uh, I'm I'm sure it's happened, like in beta or something like that. But I wouldn't say not in prod. Although, like my team's prod stuff went down constantly, so. <laughs> They'd be like, uh, "Can prod's anyone, done. anyone using Prod, please switch prod's to Dev down. because Prod's down." And then they're like, "Okay, when's Prod gonna be up?" Uh, you know, well, we'll fix it eventually. <laughs> yeah. and then they put like a Rick Rolling. They're like, "If you have any questions, you can go here." Yeah, they're busy over there. All right, so I think we've hit just about time, lower time now. Um, it's like the VR, man. We got so stuck. I know. Yeah. Well. I mean, like, we finished the Twitter thing, and I was like, uh-oh, That's what are we going to talk about for 20 I'm minutes? just like, VR for I don't care. Um, I've got about 12% battery left, so we should probably wrap okay. this up. So, um, Joe. Yes? You have oh, to God. pick the guest for next week. I pick the guest for next week? He yeah. also has to sing. 
I have to sing. <laughs> you have to do. You can rap if you'd like. If you need you some don't. practice, I don't I have think to. I need to. I think had if every... anything, I'd have to rap because like my voice isn't working very yeah. well. We, you don't um, have to do it, but like every guest we had, I completely forgot about every guest we yeah. had so far has sung. That is true. Except for Miguel, mm. who wasn't technically our guest the first but time. But he did sing. But he did sing. Well, can we make? Yeah, I don't know who to who to pick. Someone. Just anyone who hasn't been on Not before. Not Miguel, Simeone, Emma, Jesse. or yourself. Or I would Jesse, pick. I would or pick. Brett. I mean, Brian is not going to humor you guys. What about Todd? <laughs> yeah, well, we already we had, had, Todd. We had Todd. Oh, Todd in the own episode. Sugar cubes, as Garrison uh, would say. Um, Sugar cubes. Glorious. Oh, man. Who else would be fun? I don't know. This is hard. This is too much pressure. We have Alex Miller. To you. Miller? Yeah. Miller? We could do Miller. Oh, you know what? We haven't done Miller. Alex Miller. He lived well. We're recording at him. He's no, open the door. Open Let him in. Door. Let's see. Oh. Bring him in. You know what? He's just earned himself a spot in the edge. Oh, they ran away. They ran away. What's going on? We were freaking out because the piano's gone downstairs. Somebody stole the piano? It's gone. <laughs> well, I mean, they're going to catch them because there's cameras everywhere, so. Yeah, we can find it. We wanted to play the piano. That's like the guy in Digman last year who's like, let me just light this elevator on yeah, fire. But like, like there's cameras in every hallway and in the elevator. Yeah, no, it's fine. We're just rambling now. <laughs> Who steals a piano? Like, wow. How dumb are you? Are you editing this out? No, I, don't, I can leave it we in. Couldn't. We I'm could ready. just be like, all right, that was the random conversation we had with the freshman. Join us next time for more random Wait, no, questions. No, we still have to decide the guest. Oh, the no, guest. Alex Miller. We're going to lose it. I'm triggered. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Ooh. Yeah, I, I haven't turned it off by now. So I'm sure the rambling we're doing right now is going to be all cut off, which is why I don't care anymore. So Miller next time. Yes. All right. Joe. Joe. The one who got hired. The one. <laughs> the one. I'm the one. Join Same us day. next week on CoreCast. Same Alex time, Miller. same place with yeah. Alex Miller. Miller.